And how how do you, how how is your heart? How do you feel? How do you, you know? Yesterday I was exhausted by it all, be, and I and I I kind of like my body just shut down for a good hour. Like I took a nap, and I wasn't planning on taking. It's just I it was it was heavy. so much so was, so much to carry. Yes, yes. You know, on one hand, there's a lot of support from a lot of people and a lot of people reaching out to me, friends and family and, and everything. Um, and then on the other hand, there's a particular group of people who won't put themselves in a position to try to understand. And in this, in the sense that, um, and I posted about it, you won't say anything about how we got here, but you'll you'll speak um, an objection of the protests and the riots. And and I'm not sitting here saying that the riots are right and they should be destroying things. I'm not saying that, but there was there was a lead up to that. Oh, and, sure. You know, and and that lead up to that, there was silence. There was you know, turning the other shoulder, turning the cheek, um, ignorance of it, ignoring it. And then once, once the destruction started to happen, now you want to say something, but you're only saying something about that. And, um, and it's only, and all, and all we can hear, and I, I wasn't physically out there, but I'll say we, because I'm a part of this, this group, this minority group. Um, and all we hear are you calling us thugs and you know and terrorists and everything and you're you're you know they say you're adding fuel to the fire you're adding a gallon of fuel to this mm. to this this fire and and the way i look at it and like i said it's not that i agree with it but i'm coming from a position of understanding as there's been so long that they haven't been heard. There's been so long that they've been oppressed. There's been, it's been so long that they've been crying and asking for help since Dr. Martin Luther King and peaceful protest. And, oh and, and since the fifties and the sixties and moving forward and everything. And, and, and yeah. for so long they've been ignored and, and they haven't been getting what they've been asking for, what they deserve. Oh, 100%. And, and it's, and it and it and right now they're 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 li literally crying out, and this is them yeah. crying out. You we know, saw this thirty years ago in South Africa. Yeah. This exact, exact, exact thing. The exact mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. From years and years and years of silence. Yes, and 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 there are some good examples of how in various cities how this could have how this could have been, this could have been changed. So, so here in Detroit, there were, there were protests over um, a two or three day period. And most of the protests started about three, four o'clock in the afternoon. They were peaceful. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. Now, yes, once the sun goes down, there's a, another group, another particular type of group that comes in. And, and most of them are from the other surrounding areas or whatnot. Yep. And, and, and those are the yep. ones that are looting and, and destroying and in the same way in a lot of other cities um 
But I think where that can be avoided or where that can be um, an, an, not a factor is, you know, so for example, in Flint, Michigan, and it's, Flint's mm -hmm. almost about an hour north of me, and Flint's been through a lot of shit. Oh, I mean, they're still dealing they're still with the water issue. Yeah. yeah, they're still dealing with the water issue from four or five years ago. And the county sheriff, when mm -hmm. when their team came to their protest the other, and you've probably seen the videos online. Yeah. They they came to they took their riot shields off. off everything off and went yes. with them. Yeah. I saw yes. That. And they said we're gonna make this a parade and we're and I and that's all the communities are looking for. Just some heroes. Just something. CS, something. And yes. Yeah. And and walk with us and 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 understand and 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 you don't necessarily have to come to us with with riot gear on you don't necessarily have to come to us um as if yeah. we are going to do some this that's not their intention usually yeah. um and then i think even in miami you know as protesters approach the police officers kneel down and and you know and yeah. and with them and everything it's and, very and emotional very it is. It's, it's it's yeah it, it's it's really you know what i think is so incredible to me is that mm -hmm. this country is here yes like, it is baffling absolutely baffling to me that the united states is in this position yes why you know, like how can the entire leader of the world be in a position like this? And yes, it, it's it's un it's unbelievable to me. And thank God, you know, we had Nelson Mandela to take us out of that. Yes, you know, and to actually, you know, lead that change. We don't have that light at the end of the tunnel here. That's what's so scary to me. It's like we don't have that leader that can actually do that. Yes. You know, I, I, be, I believe the light is at the end of the tunnel. The problem is right now we just can't see that far yet. It's oh. right now where we are. I, I, be, I believe and I know that we will get through this time. It's, I don't know if it'll be in the next month. I don't know yeah. if it'll be in November. I don't know if it'll be next or whatever, you know. Um, but I, I do believe that we will get through this. And, and, and you know, even, and even on the flip side, the last couple of days, I've seen prominent leaders, even yes. white leaders and, and whatnot, have uh, been speaking out. Um, our governor, Governor Whitmer, she, mm. her and our lieutenant governor, he's black and they put out a video and just letting us know that they hear us they understand us they see us um they were they were um encouraging and promoting peaceful protesting yeah. and everything yeah. and, and i also like the way that they they did kind of say you know we we encourage you to peacefully protest and, and kind of giving people ways of doing like how and, to do it yeah yes and yesterday and the video came out yesterday and one part that she says in it just 
saying, you know, go out and protest, but make sure you make it home for Sunday dinner, you know, wow. and, um, I think and, at and, the, yeah, at the state level, you can see yes, it. Yes. Um, Joe Biden yesterday in Delaware, he, he went out and to a couple of spots where they were protesting and, or where they had protested the night before and just, just knelt down and spoke with people and, and understand yeah. it. And, and I, and I think sometimes where, I think sometimes where people have the, the issue, um, being able to distinguish between the two, I, I feel that, and anybody that's, you know, that hear me say this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel that some people believe if they show support or if they're able to try to connect, try to understand that they're supporting the riots. And it's, and it's not the case. I think, you, you know, as, as, like I said, even as the governor was speaking or Biden or, or other, other people, I've, I've started seeing large organizations and, and companies do it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But they're not necessarily supporting the riots per se, as much yeah. as they're, they're understanding what it is that we are upset about, what we're right. angry about. And I think if you can make that approach, the riots will, will stop. There's yeah. the riots for some people that are rioting. They're, they're, and like I said, there is a select group that's, they just have their own s specific agenda. But for some people, it's, it's a cry for help. It's, we haven't been seen, we haven't been heard, we haven't been understood. And, 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 it's, and it's like, what, what can we do? How can we do it? Um, and then there's been videos of peaceful protests going on yeah. where, um, where some, some police and some people have been um, really, yeah. there's been some peaceful protests that have not been received um, favorably by mm -hmm. either police or other people in those yeah. communities, like the, like the tanker who drove through a crowd um some particular police some specific police officers in some cities mm -hmm. you know driving barricades at people or whatnot and yeah. just doing that so so we are in this <laughs> you know it's it's almost like we can't do anything right yeah if we're peaceful about it someone's got a problem with it yeah if we're destructive about it Obviously, there's problems oh, with that. Yeah, cool. You well, that's know. interesting because, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Trevor Noah, and he's been through yes. this now. This is another entire generation that he's going through this again, just like he and I. But, you know, from his perspective, he's illegal, right? He was illegal in South Africa. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and um, I don't know if you've read Born a Crime, but it's really incredible. I haven't but read it, but I have heard his story as, as he describes it and everything. Yes. But he had it, someone told me on his show, this woman on his show a little while ago, um, okay. and, and she was incredibly prolific against the Leland. And so, and so he said to her, well, how would you like us how how would you how would you support that or how would you like if that's not right or if you can't get behind that 
how would you like to show support? How can you show support to them? Didn't have an answer. You know, so it's- Oh, you mean when, was it Tommy Lauren you sent? Yeah. Yes, I, yeah, I saw that interview and, I, and it's so interesting. I think that interview was like three years ago, but I just watched it's it again, still, I think yeah. like last week. Yeah. So it kind of came up and, and, it, and it was a very interesting conversation because first of all, I respect him and I, I respect him and her for coming together, coming on, you yeah. know, he having somebody that he might not agree with politically or logically or whatnot, you know, and, and many things and her in a way coming into lion's den too. Yeah. But at least trying to have that conversation, trying to have that dialogue. Yeah. And, and that, and that is, that is the thing with, many of us have asked that question to many people, what is the right way? How should we do it? And the problem with that question though, is we are giving somebody else the power to tell us how to do it, how to, how to, do it, to tell it us how we yeah. should grieve, how we should, um, how we should mourn, how we should cry out for help, ask for help, how we should be seen and be heard. And that actually takes us all the way back to back when we were slaves. Somebody else telling us how we how should to. be, how we should do it, what we can and so can't interesting. do. Yeah. And thank you for um, sharing that. I had that didn't yeah. even that yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's why you know, perfect example. Um, I was talking to my one of my nieces on Saturday. She's 20 years old. She just graduated pre-law in college. And she's going to law school this fall um, to be a, she wants to be a defense attorney. And she oh, goes, boy. she lives, yeah, she lives in Pensacola right now. Yeah. And one of the things that when I was talking to her on Saturday, she told me about a protest that she went to on Friday. And overall, it was a peaceful protest. And of course, you know, later on, it kind of got a little rowdy. But one of the things I think was incredible is at that age, she was able to go to a protest and, and be taught and, and shown the right way to protest within following the law and, and what to do, what not to do. Mm. Um, but also what's more important is you know, now she is a, what I would consider a leader within her friend group oh. and an example to, yeah. you know, she, she's driving the conversation within her group of friends. And I told her, I said, you'll get to a certain level of maturity and it's not necessarily age specific because you can be it at 16, you can be it at 26, but you get to a certain level of maturity where you start to realize I need to make sure this conversation around me is progressing. I need to make mm -hmm. sure this conversation is moving forward. It's, it's, we're talking about something, you know, and, and a lot of times after you graduate college and you're in those, your early twenties and, and you'll kind of look around and realize, Oh, these people around me are not talking about anything. Yeah. And you have a responsibility, you have two choices. You can either start talking about something um, or find another group of people to talk to. 
I think that's such a simple way. It, it, it's not saying what to do, it's not saying who to be a part of, what to support, it's just saying you have that choice to be part of which conversation you choose is going to have the greater impact. I think that is such a powerful statement and I'm going to post that if you don't mind. Um, oh no, that's great, yeah. Because I think it is, it, it's simple, it's super simple, it's about mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. It's like you're going to be in the conversation that you want to be part of, you know, about something or find another conversation to be a part of. Yeah. And it goes into everything, you know, it's not just. Uh, no, absolutely. And I, and, I, and I think over this past week, what the national conversation definitely has, um, has shifted in the sense that, first of all, we as minorities or whatnot, this is, this is a conversation we've always been having. And we've always been fighting this fight. And it seems like a lot of times we're always fighting this, we're always fighting this particular fight by ourselves. You know, it's, it's every, we're all inclusive when it's about um, gay rights. We're all inclusive when it's about, um, you know, guns or religion or stuff. Like we're all inclusive about a lot of national conversations, but when it comes to this particular one, it's always just us. Why do you think that? For is? the most, because it's not popular. And this is something I think for some people outside of our race, for some people, it doesn't touch them specifically and individually. Um, I've explained to people many times, you know, especially when the Black Lives Matter movement started years ago, I, I've had conversations with a lot of my, my white friends or whatnot, helping them to understand it and why it started, why it is what it is. And I always bring it down to even just the difference of, even before you talk about the brutality in some cases, but bringing it down to just the simple traffic stop and how different it is. You know, I, I, I remember a conversation I had with someone two years ago and I said, you know, she was a white suburban woman, married, two kids, white pickup fence, you know, the, yeah, um, complete opposite. The American dream. <laughs> yes. Um, now, fine lady. And, and me. You know, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I, um, as I was explaining to her, you know, just the difference in our traffic stops, I said, you know, you, I said, you probably, you know, you're driving down the road and you get pulled over by the police. You probably maybe wait until they come to your car to roll your window down. And, and you're just like, oh, Mr. Officer, you know, whatever did I do kind of thing. And that's your eyelashes a little bit more. Yes. And then they wait, you wait until they ask for your license registration and you just freely, all willy nilly, just reach over into your glove box. Um, and, and reach and dig in there and grab it and give it to them. And, and at no point are you even aware that any of those things that have happened so far can be an issue, can be a challenge, can um, put you in harm's way, depending on 
who you are. And then I said, well, me as a black man, every time I get pulled over by the police, I have to eliminate all of the potential, um, all of the potential, um, you know, things that could put the officer on the defense. So when I get pulled over, I shut my car off. You know, I roll down all of my windows and this is all before the officer even gets to my car. I shut the car off, let them know I'm no threat. I'm not going anywhere. I roll down all my windows, plus I have tenant windows, but still not just my driver window. I roll down all four windows. Um, I turn on my dome light and you know, some of these are time of day specific. So if it's night, I turn on my dome light. Um, I have my license and registration and I already know they're gonna ask for it, but I have it in my hand to give to them when they approach the vehicle. Because I know I can't wait. And I don't, I don't know who this officer is. This officer obviously doesn't know who I am, but I'm not gonna wait until they come to my car and tap on my window because they might tap on their wind, my window with their gun or something or rolling down my window or, or, or reaching. A, I, I'll be damned if I reach for something because that's how mm -hmm. a lot of us have, have been shot. Just reaching. Even, even a gentleman too, and his name slips my mind right now. He got shot even after he, even when he told the officer, which he, which he was in the right for doing, letting the officer know that he is, he's a licensed carrier. So, so, you know, having to, um, like, just explaining it in that way and, and letting them know how different it is. How, what was the response to that? When I put it that way, I think a lot of those people, they instantly get it, at least mm -hmm. in that scenario, you know, they're just like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah. 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 You yeah, can yeah. tell why we are so angry. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that's important. I think that's important to share. Important. It, it's, it hits so much more through voice than it does through text. Because text, yes. people can willingly scroll past. And, uh, you know, scroll mm -hmm. past that. It doesn't hit home. But in yes. talking through that story, and I, I hope that, you know, you will use so many different platforms to share that in words yes. in your tone of voice and i think that's important to share um yes. there are many 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 groups of you know that will never understand how that feels mm -hmm. but can understand what that means um yes. and, and there's a huge like discrepancy not discrepancy but huge gap there and to bridge that gap, you can, you can understand that you won't ever feel it. In your life, you will never feel it. Yes. And, and, and that's white privilege. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that hard you work, yeah. it's not just automatically you are privileged by that. Yes. And, 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 and you know, and a lot of times too, and, and I've had, like I said, I've had this conversation a lot over the weekend. Um, and, and people have, you know, reached out to me and said, you know, what can I do as a white person to let you know that you're, you're seen, you're heard, you're, you know, you're loved, you're respected. 
and I, and, and I'll, and most of the time I tell him, I said exactly what you just did, acknowledging it and having the conversation. I don't expect everybody to go out and protest. There's a lot of black people that won't protest and that's fine. Protesting is not for everybody. I'm not asking you as a, as a white person to, to, um, to put yourself in harm's way or to, you know, I know that you won't feel it and understand it the way I am, but, but, but try to see it from my perspective and, and try to, and not even try, but, but know and recognize and understand that mm -hmm. there is a difference. And when I think once we start to realize there is a difference, then we can, then it, it, we take our blinders off and we, um, and, and we can begin to move forward the correct way. You know, there's a lot of people in, in, they think they're, they, I, they, they believe they're doing or saying the right thing by saying this, but there's a lot of people that say, I don't see race, I don't see color. Well, you should, <laughs> you know, you should. Um, we're, we're all, we are all created, we all are created equally by the same God, but, but there are things that are very specific and different to us that by recognizing our race and our nationalities and our differences will help us try to understand it. So even me as a black man and, and you as a woman from South Africa, there are, there are things that are different about you just from being born and raised in the homeland. There are things that are different with, you know, maybe somebody that I'm dating or whatnot, or, and, the, and I've had a conversation with somebody, you know, someone I'm dating right now. And over this weekend, we've had just intense, amazing conversations over this past week where we just, it's very early on in the relationship, but just we've had to just pull the mask off and get deep and raw about those conversations oh, and, and understanding that you have that support from somebody and that person that's willing to have the conversation, willing to listen, willing to speak about it, um, understanding their white privilege, but it doesn't make me better than them and it doesn't make them better than me we can just recognize mm -hmm. the differences and try to empathize and try to understand and, and try to um, see yeah. how we can help each other and in I, I, those I, respective ways. I think that's so important, the sense of empathy. You yes. don't want sympathy. You, you, mm -hmm. you, you don't want that distraction. You want that empathy. It's like they will never truly feel how it is. Because empathy to understand that position you are in, where you are coming from, and what that looks like is incredibly yes. important. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it, um, yeah, it's 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 been a it's been an interesting what six days. <laughs> six days, no, yes, but but what you know, but what I will say is I. I love and respect the the people who have reached out in their support 
I love and respect the people who have said that just sent texts and, and calls and messages and, you know, and yeah. standing with us and, and, and understanding us and hearing us and recognizing that the platforms that they have, that they need to use their voice. Um, I, and, and I respect the people who are maybe not quite there yet, but are on a path to, to get to that point and beginning yeah. to ask those questions and beginning to recognize that, okay, this is different. This is not going away. What, do, what can I do as a human being to try to ask those right questions, try to understand, try to support my brothers and sisters? And then for the people who are not even there yet um, and don't see it, don't see a problem, um, I pray that I pray that they open their eyes, and I pray that um, I pray that they get to that point, um, just for the sake of the world and the sake of this country. Um, we are we are hurting really bad right now. And, and it's coming at a very particular time, especially as we're trying to make our way out of the pandemic and, and that itself has been hurting uh, minority groups in a, um, in a way that, that is, yeah, that is unheard of. Yeah. More black people are dying from it in areas where they are only 10 to 15% of the race and more black people are considered essential workers in a lot of places. So, mm -hmm. so they can be 13% of the population, but they are 30 to 40% of the essential workers yeah. and they're, and they're 30 or 40% of the people that are dying. So, so when, when governors around the country, were trying to make us stay home if for a certain period of time i chose to do that because i was trying to keep somebody else safe that maybe would not have had the resources that i had and that i have to keep themselves healthy keep themselves safe um black people they usually have generations living in their household you know my 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 mom my parents have mm -hmm. my parents and my sister and a couple of her that's three generations right there in a household um you know so when one person out of that household is an essential worker or two and have to go out and stock the groceries make deliveries um work in a hospital whatever whatever the case, whatever that they have to do, and then come back home to a household of five, six, seven people, it's hard to socially distance. It's hard to yeah. quarantine, if you will. It's, it's hard to do that. So those are other things that other people 
don't quite realize or understand. It, it is harder for black people to, to quarantine. I myself, I recognize I am very fortunate. I live by myself. So mm -hmm. I, I, I can. If I were to go someplace and I needed and came back and I needed to quarantine or, or whatever, or maybe if I was exposed, I can, but you know, other, yeah. other people can't. And whatever other health issues and ailments and, and sicknesses um, that anybody in that household has. So, so this is a little more personal to me, more than just my skin color, but just with my family makeup and, and just, you know, just how we, how we live, you know? So, yeah, you know, I, yeah, in my, in my mom's house, there's two people there with cancer, you know, and one is actively in treatment right now. And before this was an essential worker as a, as a 911 dispatcher and lives in a house of six people, three generations. So a lot of all of this right now, what the country is going through all of this right now has to force us all no matter your, what your race you are, no matter your political affiliation, no matter where you grew up, no matter what your income is, it is forcing us all to think about somebody or something other than ourselves. We have to make these, these sacrifices today so that we can make it to our tomorrows. We have to try to understand and empathize with the inequities that people around us are dealing with and have been dealing with for so long so that we can recognize that maybe ourselves have, have maybe, you know, had an upper hand or um, maybe not as, you know, somebody else maybe not have had it as easy yeah. because for whatever, for whatever reason. It's I, all coming together at the same it time. It is, yeah. You know, to, I, if, honestly, if you think about it, two weeks ago, people were protesting at the beaches because they couldn't go to the beach, but they couldn't get a haircut. And- I can't even go today with those people. Because they, because they couldn't go to the beach for a certain period of time. Yeah. Where, a black man couldn't walk through the park and bird watch without having his race victimized against him. Yeah. And a woman saying, I'm going to call the police and say an African-American man is threatening my life. Or, or a gentleman who, um, from what I hear, a possible fake $20 bill was choked to death for six, seven, eight, nine minutes in the street and, and crying out for help. Yes. Crying and out for help and the out and the and the people around saying he can't breathe. 
and saying that, give them water and asking for water and to let them up and, and, and all these things. And, and, the, and the cop hearing all of this. Made the choice not to listen. Yes. And here we're protesting about a beach umbrella and lunch. Yeah. I mean, because I'll be honest with you, if, if that's what the world is like out there, I'll stay in my house for the rest of the year. I'm the same way. <laughs> I have no interest. None. It's interesting to hear from, I, I, I don't think there's that correlation. A lot of people are not making that correlation, which is interesting. And it's, it's devastating. There isn't that correlation where we don't see the impact we don't see the, the true position of how weighty that is. Mm-hmm. And are just yeah. ready to get on with their lives. And Atlanta, I've spoken about this many times. Everyone is, well, I'm tired of this now. You know, suburbia, Atlanta suburbia is back in business. They having their brunch, they, they're back to normal and they carry on like it never happened. Yes. And it's baffling. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I um, I know we will get through this. It will probably get worse before it gets better. But when we get through this, I hope we are all better people. I hope we can try and come together in some way and understand in some way, you know, and yeah. I, I, I want to, us, yeah, I, I want us all to, just understand our responsibilities that we have as individual human beings and, and what that means at any particular point in our lives. If, if, there, if there is, not even just for black people, if there is a particular group of people that are not being treated right um, or fairly, that we speak out about it. If there, um, if there are small, if there are sacrifices that we have to make as individuals for the for the collective, you know, population, mm-hmm. that we that we yeah. recognize that is what we need to do, so we don't have to do this again. Um, And I hope that, I hope that, I hope somebody that is listening to this or will watch this or whatever will finally understand. So I I hope it hits home, even whatever scale that is on. Yes. Whether it is just a, oh, 
just a light bulb or okay inspires me to really get out there make a donation if you're able um just have tough conversations with people in your in your group mm-hmm. or, or whatever that looks like um it is incredibly inspiring to hear your your affirmation that we will get there. And to hear that from you is, I, I can't find the words to say how incredible that must be and how, just to have that hope in humanity after all of this, yes. it's unbelievable. It truly is. And I just hope that that resonates through yes. And, and, and hearing that from you is unknown. And I major respect and thank you for sharing that. Amazing. Thank you. It was a big sigh. <laughs> it's it a lot. A, it was a it was a yeah. It was, was a lot, a lot but it was though? it was a it was a good sigh. I I, I <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was able to get it all out. And I think I spoke for a lot of people and I speak and I hope I spoke to a lot of people and, um, and we'll see. So, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was a big sign. Yeah. Yes. I feel that. And there's a smile, but you know, just as well. <laughs> there we go. Yes. So. Uh.